See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently watch Friday the 13th and Friday the 13th Part 2 on Max. If that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. Welcome to Cedar Script. My name's TJ Davis. He, him pronouns alongside. I am Emily Schick, and my pronouns are she and her. I'm Dan Murphy. My pronouns are he and him. Hi, Porik. He, him. And on this episode of Shocktober, it's a Friday the 13th miracle. Because, you know, it, it, it's a Shocktober, Friday the 13th. So mm-hmm. we're covering the first two Friday the 13th movies. Mm-hmm. Aren't you all so lucky? <laughs> I don't know how these movies were as popular as they were because of like, was this just because there was like, like no one had seen a horror movie before? It's like, no, they existed. Uh, like <laughs> Limited offerings and yeah. playing off of the fame of Halloween for. Yeah. Well, I mean, slasher. I think a big like, part like of Sean, this... Cun- Sean Cunningham sold this movie on the title before he had like, a script or anything or even like yeah. an idea of what it would be it was just sold off of the friday the 13th yeah and i mean i think that the first one comes and smashes at you and then the second <laughs> yeah. one explodes explodes <laughs> i love the explosion <laughs> maybe my favorite part, is part two, which i don't really i like. mean yeah because there's not <laughs> much to like but i mean i think they just kind of leaned heavily on the controversy around the depiction of violence and yeah you and- know Oh, it had gore like, and a lot of boobies. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, all the things. Not even that, a lot know, of boobies, but yeah. You know, well, I mean, when, probably when get, on average. Like, there's like a boob in the first one. There's like, literally, you see a woman's left boob. You don't even see her right one because Kevin Bacon's hand is covering it. But so. when we get to two, we'll talk about, you know, there was supposed to be more nudity in it, but the actress was only 16, and then the producers found out after they Ugh. filmed the scene. So that's why it was cut. <laughs> Yikes. Yes, that's we'll good. Oh, good choice. Yikes! Bad choice followed up by a better choice to not release that footage. And you just well, know that there's people at horror cons demanding it. Well, <laughs> apparently, one of the VFX supervisors on part two had a like VHS copy that still had that scene in it. Um. So when Scream Factory was doing their like anniversary edition in 2020 he gave it over to them but they still left that scene out for good reason yeah yeah because it's technically child porn yeah yeah and i feel like i can't remember when tracy lords was operating but i think that she she had she she had a playboy she had a playboy centerfold that is illegal to own that copy of playboy with that centerfold in it so uh yeah but I can't remember what year that centerfold is from. Yeah. I want to say like 76, 77, something around Probably. there. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, like, yeah, she was like mid to late 70s. So these movies are kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, like, they, again, you know, in this Shocktober, it feels like we're reveling in scuzziness. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, like... I-, I like some scuzz now and again. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, this has got that real exploitation movie vibe, like you say, like thrown together in a weekend, kind of like let's make this picture as fast as we can and like as cheap as we can. <laughs> yeah, no, they literally Just filled... for some reason because like he was right about all those novelty gimmicks. It's like yeah, releasing a horror movie that's barely comp, you know, competent. It is competent. It's a competent barely. movie. Like really, barely. No, no, the first one is like okay. No, it, I, it I, has I, some I, good. You know. It has a couple of good ideas, but like ultimately it doesn't really hang together and most of its best stuff is stolen from something else so yep. yeah, yeah it's very derivative very um 
yeah you're you're right you know it's got the the mother thing but i do think it's it's a bizarre the mother thing is like, largely just a rip off of psycho like oh, psycho. yeah totally <laughs> well like it, it's psycho reversed yeah um yeah and but yeah the, like the i'm not surprised have the soap opera like she's from soap operas or whatever and I, I do like that energy like that's that's a fun energy which people would use a lot but i think it had been done in horror movies before this too you know like the soft sweet seeming old lady who actually turns out to be evil <sighs> not she really get outside a proper of like, like witchcraft kind of... movies yeah yeah she just appears out of nowhere she just, yeah. she's out of well, nowhere and she's evil within two movie. minutes yeah and like yeah. that's that's also <laughs> one of the complaints that she actually that the actress uh betsy palmer had with it it's like i should be like waving to her from the street as they're driving to as like the truck drives by or i should be in that like pharmacy at the far end of the bar at the beginning of the movie or like yeah. you know at least kill steve first so sh- there's a fucking reason why she's driving the same exact car as him yeah. like you know yeah things <laughs> right <laughs> but uh, uh fuck there was something i was gonna movie. say um, but yeah, like, you know, fucking everybody credits like Halloween being the birth of the slasher movie, um, even though it's not, it just popularized them. But like, you know, Psycho, some people call it a slasher. Technically, I think the first slasher movie is Peeping Tom. That's like hmm. 62, 64. But even if we're talking like 70 slashers, man, there, there's still Black Christmas that is 74, you know, mm-hmm. which so, I'm. I haven't seen yet, but I hear it's a good time. It's like, oh, uh, we'll have to do like a needless remake and watch all three of them. Oh boy, yeah, it's been remade twice at this point, and oh they boy. just get progressively worse. I mean, uh, that's the weird thing is like, I do think two is better than one of this series. So, a Friday the 13th, yeah, I have to disagree. I think the second one's a little bit worse. I think the first personally. one has like 10, 10 minutes that are good, and the second one has maybe 15, so. Um. <laughs> I disagree, Dan. I think they both have, <laughs> but that's fine. It was rough. It, it, these are rough movies to watch in close yeah. succession to each other. Like, I could maybe see if you spaced it out by year, like, the people who saw it might have, maybe then I'd be a little bit more generous, but, like. I mean, coming right into two, like a day after or whatever, it was like, oh God, it's like so, <laughs> so similar. Um, like, oh, really that's what I want. Not trying say. to advance or evolve this in any <laughs> way at all, just like complete stagnant. Oh yeah, no, just just giving a new vil- villain who apparently has been alive all this time, living in the woods. He's a swamp but... monster now. <laughs> yeah. A mutant swap monster. Um, My favorite. Count. I mean, you the know, other it, thing is the, the continuity of New cast Jersey is kind of amazing in this series in terms of how it doesn't exist. <laughs> oh yeah, and I mean they kill off the best character, like in the second movie right away, old Ralph from the, yeah. the well, death curse. Oh, and the dooming and the. <laughs> I thought you were going to say. Sorry, I'm sorry. Do you have a moment to talk about your death curse? <laughs> But, like, the reason that Alice is killed off, you know, in the opening of that movie is because after the first one, she got a stalker and it scared the shit out of her. And that's why she didn't do anything in Hollywood for, like, 30 years after this. Yeah, but I mean, like, I can at least make that, like, a tradition of you kill your final girl in the prologue of every film. Like, that'd be kind of a hilarious horror, like, franchise tradition. Mm -hmm. But instead, like, none of these characters 
none of the characters from two show up again in anything but archival footage. <laughs> nope. so. I mean, it's par for the course for horror movies to change it up, though. You know, I, I mean, at know. least you could like say the same character like, played by a good. different actress. Like, I feel like that would have made sense. I mean, like they set up like a whole second wave of camp counselors in two. Like, like, you know, yeah. all the ones that go to the bar could come back as, like, the victims for part three. But as far as I know, that's not the plot of three. So oh, I, mean, I, thought, like, the, I did... thought the other one left at the bar was Ted. That Maggie yeah, was the bartender the... he was flirting with all night. But, like, that is how I would survive a horror movie. Is I would just go out to a bar and get trashed and party all night. Mm. Never never to be seen again. Uh, all of this. <laughs> he didn't kind of, die from the like, killer. Uh, he died of alcohol poisoning. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, it all brought us to, though, you know, what you're. Th- I'm thinking of through this whole movie is Scream. You know, like Scream doesn't exist without this specific yeah, Scream franchise. Scream doesn't the genre for a decade plus. Oh, without this, how can you not like Scream and like Scream so much sucks, other stupid dude. meta bullshit? <laughs> Scream is terrible. Like, I, I mean, like this I is disagree. worse than Scream, but like Scream is not very good. Scream is very overrated, and it just made horror synonymous with slasher for like about a decade um oh well, yeah like, like once a decade there is a movie that yeah. ruins all of horror yeah i mean like saw's trying to be at that movie again so <laughs> i guess i don't follow along enough i think scream stands really well on its own as a good movie but you know agree to disagree i mean i i agree with you as well pork i like the first scream i think it's mostly it mostly works and it's pretty damn effective and like if you watch closely, you can kind of tell where each of the killers are it at each time. Like that, there there is some fun deconstruction going on in that movie. But yeah. I agree with you. Like and without, like, like without, ever... without Friday the Thirteenth, or really without you know them rushing out Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, then the horror franchise I don't think really exists. Because mm. like, yeah. I think that this That's is the first point. movie to uh, produce a, a sequel to uh, one of their horror movies. Uh, well, unless we're counting no cuz I, yeah, like uh, I feel like the I feel like the jaws sequels cranking out sequels, yeah. Oh, I, mean... I feel like the jaws sequels started after this. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I, I could be wrong with that. Came out, yeah. I mean, everyone there's franchises coming from every, also because of Star Wars, you know. It's like that All right, Jaws 2 was like, 78. Yeah, Jaws 2 so. was 78. So yeah, Jaws 2 was before this. Um, but that was still a three-year gap between Jaws and Jaws Two. I suppose specifically, though, the kind of pop culture meta commentary that's in Scream—it's like you—it's the same as Clerks by Kevin Smith with the Star Wars thing. It's like when people started talking about the media they were consuming in the movie, and I fucking hate it now because everything <laughs> has to be that self-like reflexive, bending over backwards, talking about itself, and that could be annoying and inauthentic, but. Like when it first hit, I thought it was pretty cool, and 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 that love is still there. Now I don't rep for a lot of the Scream sequels; they're mostly trash. Um, but I, oh I come on, the, Scream the Three has one. Jay and Silent Bob show up. Oh God, no! Yeah, <laughs> those worlds collide in a terrible, <laughs> terrible way. Um, yeah, Three Three is the worst, or two. I also really dislike. I think they kind of pulled it together. I haven't seen the last one, but the one with what's his face from the boys uh, that Emily likes, uh, Jack. Oh. Played, uh, Honestly, I think that four and five are pretty good. Um, yeah. Six just has issues with its ending. Yeah, so don't no no spoilers because I. Will so you mean Scree Six? That's how the poster <laughs> titled it. Yeah, Spreform. 
or yeah. <laughs> that's that's the fourth film scriform i mean I, i'm still like as much as as expend for bobbed i did like their titling <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know when that will ever stop being funny when people just just like change those letters and then you're in a forum and write it what it looks yeah. like afterwards in plain text it's just oh a joke yeah it never gets old Van Forstick, um <laughs> Mithrigan. Like... <laughs> Mithrigan. <laughs> so are we gonna shoot this sucker yeah we're yeah. We're, we're gonna do it sorry it. <laughs> all right so as usual we're starting off with the first movie then going on to the second movie since it's a sequelizer format um we're going to start off with Friday the 13th, even though we've talked about both already. Should make us it easy for us to get through this now, though, because I think that we've got out like a lot really of our short. bullshit. Yeah. There's oh, not a lot happening. Just you wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In 1958 at Camp Crystal Lake, two counselors sneak inside a cabin to have sex, un- where an unseen assailant murders them. In present day, camp counselor and cook Annie Phillips is driven halfway to the reopened Camp Crystal Lake by truck driver Enos. Um, then like she's um, just so cute and bubbly. I mean, it, yeah, I think they I think filmed like all of Annie's, Annie's stuff in like a day, and like I uh the like Enos and, and Annie were like never in the truck at the same time, which oh, really? is why the shots are so awkward. But yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be able to fit in there at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, you know, with, with I gotta camera. say, like Enos is acting, whoever that that guy is, like it's solid. You know, I think from and her. Like right off the bat, you're kind of like, okay, it's not like full trash horror movie acting we're going to be getting here. It's like serviceable, not amazing, but serviceable. I don't know. I mean, I think that at one thing that happens frequently in in horror movies, and you definitely see it here, is kind of like a clashing of different acting styles that mm. doesn't always work together. Um, because very frequently, the older actors have a totally different training than the younger actors. And right. They- white mesh so well the older actors outside of uh the woman working in the diner i think were, were mostly like film and tv guys from way back whereas everybody yeah. young is essentially you you know young people from broadway trying to cut their teeth in film mm-hmm. like uh, fucking even kevin bacon had only been in like yeah i mean it's too bad he couldn't defeat he, he couldn't defeat jason by by teaching the town how to dance so i know i was so disappointed <laughs> well i feel like jason should have slapped or i feel like uh mrs Voorhees should have slapped him and he should have said thank you sir may i have another <laughs> oh man it's also just allows like all these people are one degree from kevin bacon they feel, must feel so special i know right <laughs> He's right there, everyone. Can't you tell that's Kevin Bacon you're sitting next to? And I actually was having that thought while watching this movie. So why don't you let Kevin Bacon say more stuff? He's great. <laughs> he was a no one at this time. Yeah, literally nobody. Yeah. Um, I, we were trying to figure out he had been an animal house at this point, though. And that's yeah, yeah, but he's he's also like an just, he's no one. He's a, no. he's an no, asterisk in. in, in He's barely in Animal House too, so like no, he's yeah, pretty. No. He's an extremely minor character in that right. as well. No, he's 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 still in yeah, nobody status. Yeah, <laughs> like the rest of these goons who <laughs> never showed up ever in anything ever again. Presumably, right? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, most a of them... bunch of them do work, but like a bunch of them don't, or they're mm. dead. 
about 50 50 on dead okay um well i mean this movie did come out 40 years 40 plus years ago so yeah <laughs> yeah from 1980 oh, yeah. folks before any of us were born mm-hmm. yeah um enos warns her about the camp's troubled past beginning with a young boy drowned in crystal lake in 57 after being dropped off at the halfway point annie hitches another ride from an unseen person who eventually slashes her throat um, after she like has the most ridiculous jump out of a car ever which she like jumps out and does a somersault and it's like it looks like you <laughs> might have broken your neck doing that a hundred percent i was like oh that's not a good that that's not how you do that <laughs> yeah i mean at the same time like i guess i guess like she was like a gymnast or something mm. like she had some like physical background that like made it her more okay with that stunt i mean that's one of the things that's interesting about these series is how little stunt work there tends to be like there were mm-hmm. that like especially in two like there's a scene where like Ginny jumps out a window and has a really awkward fall it's like that's clearly her the actress <laughs> yeah. so it's mm-hmm. like... just being chucked through by someone yeah. else <laughs> Uh, there's like that also reminds me of like how much filler there is in both these movies. Oh my god! Where it's just like interminably fucking boring bits it's where someone so will just be like fucking... making a pot of tea or something, and you're like, really? Yeah. You left all this in? But the <laughs> second movie is even better, where it starts with this epically long recap of the first movie, where it's oh just god. like constant, and it's like I know there was no internet or whatever, but I mean, this I've seen these recaps in movie like, old movies, oh, and this Christ. is taking the piss it's like you know keep coming back to her and she's like oh and then what happened next and it's, uh, yeah it's well minutes. i mean the other it's thing is, is i feel like I, I could never tell with so much of this like filler stuff is this supposed to make us feel these characters are obnoxious and we want them to die or is it supposed <laughs> to make us like the characters and hope that they don't die like i oh. can't i can't tell i just am so indifferent to these characters it's, it's a, just like it's I, a combination I, of things right because it, it's the yeah you don't care about the characters but also it's like they know they've seen what a good horror movie is and like those that you they have that space to build tension but you have to it's not as simple as just filming someone walking around a room doing a mundane task you know it's like you have to you have to add something yeah, to yeah. that no, it's, I like, think that's fair. it's quiet but, understand yeah. that distinction yeah yeah exactly <laughs> It's like we we know that there's like I, it's not just like wall to wall killing. So we need to like something in between. It's so like you mean like tension and suspense. It's like no, just random activity. <laughs> like, it's so dumb. I love it. Yeah, if we put creepy music over it, that'll make it tense, right? Uh... It's not even creepy music. It's da, 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 do, do, do. it's like I think someone took like the game winning free throw and it's in slow motion most of the time. Yes. Of, like, music. <laughs> oh my god! Seriously, like. It's like the NFL films music, like do, 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 do. they're like breaking through the glass. It's great. Like you could have, especially the. It's like I know we're talking about the first movie, but I feel like especially the second one, you could have boiled it down to like a fucking fifteen or twenty minute short, basically, and it would have been way better. I think both of these, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think you add, you add these down to ten minute shorts, and they're and they might actually be awesome. But as like an hour and a half, it's just like there's like 10 minutes of this that's good and that's like filler because you want this to be featured length. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say to, to quote a, a movie we watched previously kill me now <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> although that is one of the few movies where i don't remember the title actually being said within the movie oh, i mean well do. that's what that's one of the other they things definitely I did. Was interesting about I this i feel like 90 percent sure 
Where, oh, where I think guys, it, it, this is starting to feel like Friday the 13th Part 2. <laughs> no, no. I mean, Friday the 13th, they definitely said it. I, uh, I just wish that I kind of wish they played it up a little bit more, though. I mean, like, because like, yeah, no, like superstition around, like, it's just a random day for the most part. I mean, I guess like they, they make it significant because it's Jason's birthday, but like, which it's, also it's, is never mentioned again. Yeah, it, it's really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that it's, his birthday is Friday, June 13th. Yeah. I have a weird habit of like his birthday. Every one of these movies in the past, I've just learned through like reading about them and treating just try like or watching YouTube videos about them, but never being like, yeah, I'm going to sit down and watch fucking Friday the 13th, three or four or five or six or seven right now. It's but like so they sound sound like they go properly insane, like as as they go on. Right. Well, I mean, eventually he takes Manhattan, but um, (laughs) yeah, I have seen that one, which is like the most terrible thing ever. (laughs) And so, I've seen Jason X as well. Oh, I love it, Jason X. I love first... Jason X way more than I should. Emily, That's you, the first self-aware. Emily, one, I want to hear what Emily has to say. Oh, is is the is is this supposed to be like a mutant swamp monster quinceanera, basically? <laughs> I, like I'm yeah, yeah. coming out, guys. Look, <laughs> I'm coming to kill everyone. Yay! You killed my mom, and now I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> Yeah. Seems like I'm a it, man yeah. now. I'm a man <laughs> swamp monster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you have you have the police officer when he's talking to Steve talks about how people get weird on Friday the 13th. And it's just like, I feel like this conversation should have happened in like the first 10 minutes of the movie instead of like more than halfway through. But yeah, that would have been cool. You know, like setting like, up. Ha- have Crazy stuff. Ralph talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like crazy, yeah. like just movies having crazy Ralph like saying something about people always get weird around Friday the thirteenth. You know, especially at Crystal Lake. Yeah, like talk about not just the like camp blood stuff, but talk about that's also Friday the thirteenth. Like the whole point. Like honestly, this whole series should probably be called Camp Crystal Lake instead of of Friday the thirteenth. But yeah, whatever. but they went with the catchy name. Like that's the whole purpose. The whole purpose <laughs> yeah. of everything in this movie is just a gimmick to get dumb kids butts in seats to watch the movie it's like it's like a it's like a roger corman kind of thing you know it's just like shit it out and that's what that guy is like right i mean sean cunningham or whatever yeah, pretty much mm-hmm. yeah that's like his vibe is just like get it out get it out you know it's like, there's no thought or foresight or anything it's well, like I mean, what's he... the thing what's the thing that people are talking about literally this is how they would decide how to make movies like why yeah, uh... people talk people know a friday the 13th is an unlucky thing let's make a movie about it does it need to connect no it's fine it's like, like just a few cursory mentions we'll do and then we'll do what we were going to do anyway which is kill a bunch of teenagers Woo. but like he he cut his teeth on softcore porn and was one of the producers oh, yeah. on last house on the left where he originally met that like doing softcore porn is where he originally met wes craven so right. you know bringing it full circle to scream uh, at the camp, counselors Ned, Jack, Bill, Marcy, Brenda, and Alice, along with the owner Steve Christie, uh, refurbish the cabins. <laughs> I like how there's a ref- there's references to like Christie having like a family that's in the community or something, and yet we never meet them or see them, or I'm assuming they never get mentioned again. <laughs> like... I, I, I just think canonically, uh, since they're from Jersey, that he's technically related to Chris Christie as well. <laughs> Even though they spell the last names different, but well, it's but, more but it looks like they way. could try. They could actually traverse bridges. Like there wasn't like I, you know, a massive traffic problem was caused by corruption. So. <laughs> well, true. He Although there are no buses running in, name in there, so that he wouldn't be. Associated yeah, they don't spell it the same way. Yeah, yeah. He changes <laughs> spelling. Families do that sometimes. 
<laughs> um, to refurbish the camp cabins. As a thunderstorm approaches, Steve leaves for supplies. Ned sees someone walk into a cabin and follows. While Jack and Marcy have sex, they are it, like completely skips mm. the cop coming to camp and being like, "You on the reefers?" Oh, that cop was. <laughs> That was actually one of the better scenes in the movie. Yes. Yeah. And then, oh, a hilarious, movie, filler, a hilarious yeah. filler shot when he's leaving the bike. We're not sure if he knows how to ride a bike or something. Recycle better or worse than Henry Winkler. So. <laughs> it's like, and and, the, and later, there's a similar thing with a car that goes all the way down a long, long road. And it's like, yep, got to see all that car action. Can't miss this. <laughs> Hey, the youth film. You gotta make sure every every frame's on the screen. <laughs> really, yeah. No edits, no cuts. Um, while Jack and Marcy have sex, sex. Oh, Jack yeah. being the only recognizable person in the movie, being TV and movies. Kevin Bacon, um, oh. Earth's greatest hero. <laughs> yes, he's certainly bringing home the bacon. The Invisible Man. Uh. They are unaware of Ned's dead body above them. Oh, yeah. Didn't Marcy also have the, I have this dream of blood raining from the sky. There's like four different people who have like psychic <laughs> prophecies in this. And it would have been more interesting to just like give that to one person, potentially even yes. the final girl. Well, I mean, that's the other thing is is I think that it's it's interesting how the series always kind of like has all the strappings of like a supernatural like element to it and then it just doesn't really go that direction like mm. the fucking altar at the end or like like is 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 mrs Voorhees hearing voices or not it's like like those are ideas that you can play with but the film's completely uninterested in exploring them so yeah that's true mm -hmm. uh when marcy leaves for the bathroom jack's throat is pierced with an arrow the killer kills marcy with fucking next, great with gag, by the way. That that like, and that's one of the things that I yeah, think made this cool. stand out is like like the A couple cool gags. Kills. The gags are good, um, especially for the time. Um, and oh, especially Tom now Sabini that we, we've we've brilliant. moved away and gone into CG, that like just doesn't look as interesting. Like, I mean, some of these makeup effects are like the way they cut to them is bad, but it's more an editing problem than the actual like prop not working correctly mm -hmm. so it's like because like a lot of these like gore effects like they look great um like oh they, yeah like they're disgusting and they totally get the vibe that they that they want to get from them and some of them like the arrow i would like it there is a question of like jesus how do you pull that off like and it's i cool. mean him uncomfortably kneeling underneath the, the uh, yeah. bed for a very long time with um, a very specific camera angle and yeah you know yeah. it's it's so. cool shit. It yeah. is definitely the the only reason to watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, and that yeah, I just kind of want a supercut of all the murders and cut out all the like camp counselors <laughs> like just fucking around and doing nothing interesting. Yeah, let's play Boggle. <laughs> let's play Naked Monopoly. How does Naked that work? Monopoly. Don't Strip worry Monopoly. about it. It's an excuse to have us let's take off clothes. <laughs> so. It's almost like a Dogma ninety five movie at times. It's like, why the fuck are we watching them playing fucking Monopoly and just listening to them talk so boringly about nothing? It's like, is this like an art film? What the fuck? 
Well, I mean, it is <laughs> always like, like the, the subplot of, of who winning the Monopoly game, not getting solved. Like, come on. That's such a like hanging thread. How could you do that? <laughs> who gets naked? Seriously. <laughs> All right. Brenda hears a little boy's voice calling for help and ventures outside where the lights turn on on the archery area. We don't actually get to see her death. It gets implied earlier from who's the dick, Ned? Uh, yeah. shooting an arrow way too close to her, which was apparently yeah, like psycho shit done done practically by Tom. Oh Sabini. my god, they did they didn't have like a wire that the arrow was on. That nope. that's why I assumed he, they he did. literally just shot. Jesus Christ! Wow. Whoa. Yeah, because the standard way you do that is you just have a wire that you yank. But yeah, okay. Oh, this, this also skipped Alec over. Alec Baldwin's starting to look pretty good. This about also now. Sk- skipped over the killing the snake sequence. Yeah, which, I, I was just gonna say like this skips over like the most infuriating thing about this movie for me, and that's the killing the snake. Like, if you sent yeah. a PA out into the woods to gather a snake then I'd still be upset that you killed an actual snake, but I'd be less upset than you killing somebody's fucking pet. Mm-hmm. Is that what they did? While, yeah, no, it was like the dude also used the uh, snake for like film work, but they mm-hmm. didn't tell him that they were going to kill it. Like it what was his fuck? pet. That's and... so fucked up. Yeah. That's so fucked up. That's so yeah. sad. Yeah. That's I mean, this is also part of the, reason for the creation of PETA fortunately yeah. and unfortunately yeah no that's fucked up and I mean like whole sequence it's just like again if this not moving like, Milo and Otis where up, they were throwing kittens off if this of was set up better it's like like foreshadowing and and like like has some tension to it but it's just like it's just a random scene thrown in there that's awful yep no it, it it really is like as i was going through like all the trivia bullshit for this like isn't it, it a different really association than PETA that does the movies well I, it, yeah it's it the american the american society oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. that does it for film but shit like that like this and cannibal holocaust were two of the right. things that were driving forces for the creation of PETA. but that was yes. italian wasn't it well, I mean, yeah, I was that an think, American? I mean, there are many animals I, I that are killed on the oh, screen. No, no, I'm not debating. Role. Like, yeah. Roar was like the most Rhymes. fucked up production ever in terms yeah. of using live animals. But like, which one was more just Roar? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but at least in that case, the humans also got. Like, yeah, in that case, it was like, like, how are you so stupid, humans? But <laughs> it's like, okay, well, I guess this it's, it'd be like a, they would be uh, dealing with all sorts of animal cruelty, and then the people would come to that set and be like, I don't, you know, and they just like, I'll just leave. Like, I don't know what to do here. I think, I think this is okay. I guess are they going to eat you? That's fine. Yeah. They seem pretty happy being able to maul you whenever they want and just move around freely. Not a thing I've ever actually seen. Um, yeah, I don't have much desire to. I've only, I, I, I'm only aware of its existence and be like, what? Who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> the story, the story of the people who made it. Well, Tippi Hedren was it? Yeah, or, and her yeah. Fellow... I feel like I've seen a documentary about the movie, but yeah, never same. actually seen the movie. Yeah, same. So I think it's really funny. On a side note about Roar, that Robert Evans, the podcaster uh likes to just casually throw that on in the background when people come over (laughs) that's just like his background noise movie and people are like what the fuck and it's like oh yeah you've never seen this just like yeah that's that's a pretty funny bit i like that 
that's a good showstopper. I, I I have the same attitude to if you have guests over, make sure to show them weird shit uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as possible. Oh, I've always loved like spreading my own weird shit to people that you know I hardly know. Yeah, just have Babylon in the background. Of the <laughs> <laughs> that would cut be. I'm just going to cut all the dance sequences out and just play them. No, 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 no. You, you just mute it and have it. Yeah, you just background. mute Babylon and have it in the background at a bar the vom- the like, for three hours. Like, it's fucking great. <laughs> just to vomit. Just a, just a gif of Margot Robbie vomiting on people That's on your TV, on your big screen TV. Just plays over and over just for plays hours. Over, over, yeah. <laughs> All right, Brenda screams. Worried by their friend's disappearances, Alice and Bill investigate. They find the axe in Brenda's bed and the phone's disconnected. Uh, Steve returns. The unseen killer stabs him. When the power goes out, Bill goes to check on the generator. Alice finds his body pinned with arrows to the door. She flees to the main cabin where Brenda's body is thrown through the window. Mrs. Voorhees, a middle-aged woman who claims to be a friend of Steve, arrives not a friend of steve's a friend of the christie family Uh right um she reveals that jason was the young boy who drowned in 1957 because she was the cook then nobody helped him um my boy my boy she blames the death of on neglect by the counselors because they were having sex instead of supervising him revealing herself as the killer she attempts to kill alice at the shore, they struggle until Alice is capable is able to decapitate her with her own machete. I really uh, liked that. Oh no, that no, was I mean, a it's really a good, good idea. Gag. I just like learn how to shoot freaking in slow mo. Like they they yeah, like the slow mo. Both of these the, the way they trash. did the slow mo is, is is they a shot at normal and then they just duplicated frames. It's like no, you over crank the camera so that people like. Oh yeah. my god. It's it's like and it it happens in both films that they do it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like apparently they were actually using a high speed camera on that and I just don't think they knew what the fuck I, they were doing. I don't yeah. think they shot it at high I don't think they set the motor to the speed to how you're supposed to like it looks like they forced the slow motion in editing. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, apparently it took 10 weeks to edit. Um Okay, I mean, I just assume they just had so much useless, worthless footage of them <laughs> improvising a, like dialogue between the counselors that was even less interesting than we we got, or just a ton of shots of random shots of the woods that were like, which one are we supposed to use? I don't know. We have to go through eight hours of this footage to use one shot that's ten seconds long. Yep. All right. Fuck it. Seconds. We'll use that one. No, I guess we can extend it to fifteen seconds. Shouldn't we make it shorter? No, we shot eight hours. You gotta use some of it. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> just, just like a, just like blindfold one person and like have them make a couple of cuts and like you just use that part. Yep. <laughs> like, this um, movie drags so bad. Yep. Exhausted and like also, I love that. Exhausted. Alice falls asleep inside a canoe that floats out on Crystal Lake. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> totally normal thing. When she awakes and the cops approach from the shore, Jason's decomposing corpse drags her into the lake, at which point she awakens in a hospital surrounded by a police sergeant and medical staff. Although it's clearly like the dead child, Jason, not like what mm. we end up getting in our next movie. 
Yeah, well, I mean, that's one of the things. Not magic swamp monster Jason. Yeah, I mean, my understanding is is the ending of this movie and the ending of the next movie are both kind of ambiguous if that's a dream sequence. Yeah. And the next movie says it's five years since this movie happened. Yeah, well, because then you get another summertime Friday the 13th. 13th, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, otherwise, yeah, like, you only get get three Fridays that fall on the same date a year, and they don't all end up in summer. So um, I think that's how it works. Yeah, now Jason's a teenage swamp monster. Well, I mean, he's always been a late 20s swamp monster, but... um, (laughs) Or so, no, even older than that. I was like a late thirties. Yeah. monster. Are they just shit out of luck for Friday the Thirteenth after they nailed the October, oh, ab- October Friday the Thirteenth with the first two, release? They don't pay attention. They they don't. I mean, most Friday of the series the takes place again. on the on Saturday okay. the Fourteenth. That's really what the series should be called, Saturday the Fourteenth. But except there is a movie called Saturday the Fourteenth, <laughs> being a parody of Friday the Thirteenth that came out in. 81. Well, I mean, like, as I said, this this series really should be called like something referencing Camp Crystal Lake rather than Friday the 13th, because that seems to be the more significant aspect about the franchise. But whatever. <laughs> um, The script title would have been a much better way to go than Friday the 13th. Uh, what was the script title? Long Night at Camp Blood. Yeah. Camp Blood is fine. That's I mean, awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a camp uh, for goth kids. <laughs> at which point she awakens in the hospital surrounded by a police sergeant and medical staff the sergeant says there is no sign of a boy at the lake to which alice says then he's still there yep see but that's the thing is like i ultimately with this film i do feel like most of the film works once pamela Voorhees shows up and you're just left with people being like remembering that ending and kind of seeing what they do with it for the sequel i mean i think that you know the way that they kind of ramp up the violence and it's like i it has a progression to it that makes you forget how bad the build-up is <laughs> yeah but then you also i mean it's instantly insane that somehow pamela Voorhees hung a guy like by rafters somehow like a <laughs> man twice the size of her and various other things that seem like would be pretty impossible well i mean her. i also just think that she's, she's that, you know she spends so like much time 50s. she spends so much time like skulking around the woods and then she spends all then she just all of a sudden decides to monologue to alice like like you know when she saw steve if it's like steve's like oh hi and she immediately pulls out a knife and stabs him and that's just like when she sees alice it's just like she lets alice come up and hug her she has her whole long monologue about what happened to jason and then she takes out the knife and that's like uh why why was alice needs to have all this backstory whereas everyone else was just like nah i'm just gonna kill him so like whatever <laughs> movie well, logic she hates the christies mm. she hates the christies so much she doesn't even want to talk to like uh, you know you're right like I-, I enjoy the twist in it but if i were to remake this movie i'd let you know who the fucking killer is probably way earlier i mean like, I, 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 I like i'd this... rather ha- i think it might be like more fun to be like no no we've all seen the original She's the fucking killer. Let's actually give her more to do. I think less yeah. in the thematic sense. It's it's more uh, in the for movies sense. The fact that she's like known for whatever being a loving sitcom mom. That's you know oh, that's well, lost I mean, on. Them. But the further we get away, the further we get away from the shock value of that, 
1980 like you know like to, you're not going to feel the same way as like if you know every one of like a famous mom who's always like giving after school special style messages is a psycho murderer who gets decapitated it's like now that's just old hat you know but in 1980 i could see that being a little bit well like, i mean oh, it's, i don't it's, know i mean it's why leslie still benefits... nielsen got cast in the naked gun Exactly. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I don't know. Concept. I mean, this film still benefits from the fact no, that airplane. Jason's so airplane. strongly t- tied into the franchise that people somewhat forget that he's not the killer in the first one. Um, well, like... and that's why Drew Barrymore dies in the first scream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They know now. Yeah. They know now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, and I don't know. I, I think one of the other things that was what was interesting is how this was structured somewhat as a mystery. I don't think they leave enough hints to possible suspects because, yes. like, honestly, there's one throwaway line to Jason's fate early in the film. And then until Pamela Voorhees shows up, like, there's no hint that it really could be like yeah. as to the, the killer's identity and i feel like you need to layer that in i mean i do think that crazy it's ralph a is a good is, is a good red herring type character mm-hmm. um but like like you need more of that you need people to be able to guess that it's pamela because like she's not a character that we know about yeah yeah um, and they throw so many people they throw yeah. so many people in you know like why not give her 30 seconds at the beginning of the movie all yeah. like you know the, the how this works it's very easy get them to say something impactful but quickly and so well i mean and, and the other thing is what just you remember the background when they of the scene well but but that's the other thing is is i think that they they have annie that's arriving at the town and people reacting to the fact that she's going into Cape to to Camp Crystal Lake, and you have that opportunity to have like to a lot of town people have have talking about and have like a whole like like you know that whole area is is just filled with suspects. And then when Steve goes into town later, that's another opportunity to like we know it's one of these townspeople. I mean, like when did fucking when did fucking Deliverance come out? Like you know, I mean, it is just like before uh, Deliverance, yeah, is before seventy two. Yeah. So I mean, it's so like. Like we have that in the in our well, mindset like that of like ending, these are all like yeah why that ending De Palma said oh you ripped it off for me but De Palma ripped it off from Deliverance yeah with Karen. so I mean right. yeah so I mean and I just think that you know basically if you build the town as a bunch of nimbies like like which one of them is murderous like that's what I mean all ultimately I think it's even better if you make it the whole fucking town is potentially killing them but you know what whatever like that's that's been done in other horror movies I also think that one of the things that I realized with this movie is like um so uh the police show up there's one survivor she claims this crazed killer in the woods killed all these people um there's no evidence of that killer how do they not know how do they think that maybe maybe she did it like i feel like that's an angle this definitely could play which considering what we watched last week was kind of interesting of like that that kind of goes in that direction much more than this does but it's just like why do the police believe that she didn't kill these people like i feel that the direction they would go because most of the evidence kind of points that way well she's too cute and young to have done it yeah yeah well, uh, that's the that's the other thing is, oh, man, so many lines about like how attractive women are that are just come off as fucking creepy. Oh, so. yeah. No, there's a lot of creepy lines in this, like especially yeah. from Steve. <laughs> Plus, there's a whole implication that he in his like late 20s has been involved in a relationship with this 19 year old. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, like, I, like yeah, it's, it, it's unclear what the age difference is between them, but 
at it's least from to be around 10 in terms of a, a yeah at, but at least even from like an employment perspective like like employer employee relationships are not appropriate um and that's and you know that's what's kind of going on here so uh but yeah oh yeah that gotta love that power differential yep i mean it's the only way he can get it up <laughs> that and you know being shirtless in his short shorts well, that's the other thing is, is yeah, the, the, it's, the it's interesting fashion. to see what, what, yeah, what, yeah, what, what, what fashion was considered acceptable at the time. I love the multicolored raincoats that everyone seems to have. <laughs> so. Oh, no, I love the guy who is like painting on the uh, lifeguard tower and he's just wearing like short shorts and suspenders. Yeah, like, <laughs> that is a look. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're pitching some good looks in this movie in a terrible old yeah, fashioned yeah. way. Honestly, I think I like the looks more in uh part two. But... Oh no, well, part, part two. I mean, yeah, I mean, it looks yeah, way better. We'll, we'll get into uh, yeah, the wardrobe choices for uh, what's the, what's the character? Uh, oh, we should talk about the, like the one in the Mickey Mouse somewhat. T-shirt. Like that is ridiculous. So like mm-hmm. everything she wears is horrible. So, but the one in the what? The Terry, the one in the Mickey Mouse T-shirt, like all of her costume choices oh. are like <laughs> someone would actually wear that. Like all of her. <laughs> clothes are, are like someone would actually wear that so uh, there were people at the time who were fans of shit like you know flash dance and saturday night fever that yes they they would wear that yep. gotta remember uh the 80s unfortunately existed yeah like the late <laughs> 70s early 80s were a very strange time in terms of fashion all right the first movie cost five hundred and fifty thousand dollars apparently uh somebody said that they were going to do 25 percent, and then called back and said they were going to do the full thing and shauna's cunningham was very weary of that and it's also part of like the legal struggles between ownership of this franchise these days um but had an earnings worldwide 59.8 million it's opening weekend it made 10 times its production budget so it made what 5.5 million its opening weekend like that's wow. fucking huge for it's fucking insane. This is a huge career making movie, like for the producer. I mean, it's just, it, it's <laughs> yeah. so weird to me Luckily. that like Sean S. Cunningham wasn't able to leverage this into like being the franchise director. Like, uh, he it, hated the idea of the sequel. He, it, like him, Tom Savini, and Betsy Palmer were all like, "How the fuck are you making a sequel out of this? Like, what? What? Jason's just been hiding out in the woods. It's like, oh yeah, that's a good idea." <laughs> yep. yeah it's more intangible because I, and it's hard to define because they're both not good movies but yeah the first one has it just has more juice it, it, it's kind of hard to say mm. but it has like an energy the second one doesn't have there's there's a few moments where it's like i don't know there's i mean some I, I just there's think some good like, kills you know it's like it's not great but like i feel I like know. the second one is such a uh like lazy product you know I don't know. I th- the there's there's is... a lot of stuff that, like, honestly, I like. I think that Pamela Voorhees is better than Jason as the villain, at least you know, comparing one and two. But otherwise, two does most of the stuff better. Most of the gags are better, or there's a higher body count. Um, there's the filler uh, drag two, still two exists, actually has but... a two has a lower body count unless you count the uh, flashback kills. Really? Yep. Two has okay. a body count of nine. One has a body count of ten. 
Okay, I'm trying to two. It feels like two. Maybe it's just because of how the kills are spaced. Like it feels better. Well, like you also have yeah. three mm-hmm. extra flashback kills in like the. Oh yeah, I don't. I like that's yes. the thing is I don't. I don't count. <laughs> I don't count. It does those seem like twelve, count. but yeah, it's I don't only count nine. those 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 two counselors at the beginning of one. I don't count. Like, you have the, to remember that fifteen percent so, of Friday yeah. the Part Friday Thirteen Part Two is Friday the Part. Because they don't, you Although, don't see them die. You just they, you. Well, I guess you see. Well, one you of see them die, him, but yeah. you don't see her. Yeah, there, there's a lot more that happens off screen. In yeah, one as well. Like you yeah, only and that's really the see like thing. Yeah. four of the kills on screen, maybe five. Well, I mean, you at least see a body, but I think you. I think there's well, you, you there's do six end up plus seeing all the bodies. Yeah, there's six plus Pamela, right? Yeah, I think in the first one there's six plus Pamela um that that get killed whereas in the second one yeah i guess there's there's left no there's the second one has a lot too because oh i mean you have like the cop you have crazy ralph like um you have alice at the beginning but i mean maybe a, i don't count her either but i don't know i just feel like oh, the kills uh yeah. not not so fun fact that was supposed to be a retractable ice pick the first time it used it did not retract yeah i i read it i read that 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 sounded unpleasant Ugh. yeah so he had to like stick it right in the same hole for the retract bit or else it would show up weird it's mm. like uh no wonder yeah. she didn't want to work with you fuckers again <laughs> um oh and for a long time it like it's still one of the longer ones but for a long time it was the longest opening before credit sequence in a movie because it's All like right. 18 minutes before we get to like the first. Well, I mean, at some point, at some point, I'm going to make everyone unsuffer through drive my car where I'm pretty sure it's like like an hour it, it, before you hit the opening credits. It's fucking insane. I know. Like... You keep on threatening that. <laughs> Maybe your next person can pick if it's on anything. <laughs> but I think that after Porik next month, uh, Dan, you would be next in rotation. So oh, it's not going to be drive think, my car. We'll figure we'll figure something out. Think about something for January. <laughs> January. Um, I don't know. Do we have more things to say about? I think we should just get to two, and then we'll yeah. probably cycle back to one because I mean, a lot of it is just kind of comparing the two films. Um, ultimately, I I I do think that the ending of one kind of works. It's pretty derivative of Psycho, but it it, it kind of works. Whereas, like, but I do think that the pacing of it is just a mess. Um, because mm. I'd like that whole sequence when they go like swimming in the lake, it's like the scene never ends. Um, mm. But well, it makes me guess that you know they had to turn in something that was at least ninety minutes, if not more. Yeah, and yeah. they probably wanted to fill out like a full. What is that? Four reels. At yeah, that time maybe five. I don't know. It's been a while since I projected. Yeah, uh, reels are generally like I want to say like yeah, yeah. I think it'd be five. Yeah, um, like twenty two minutes. Like, I want to say. I don't. Know. I think they're eighteen to twenty two. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, in honestly, just watch the fucking. Watch uh, there will be blood because of this fucking. The whole first reel has to have no dialogue. Oh, there's that cigarette burn. Time to have dialogue. Oh God, I fucking hate that movie. It's so people are so. It's so fucking pretentious. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I will nominate that Emily and I smoke a half cigarette and then we come back and get into. Part two. two. Yeah. Okay. Pause. All right. And we're back. All right. So first off, I want to just say this one, 1.25 mil. Only me. Are are we recording? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Only made 21.7. So diminishing returns. Yeah. Well, eventually that's the well ran dry on this franchise and they stopped making them. I'm surprised it lasted as long as it did considering the quality of these first two. But I mean, there must be some other hits after this, right? If to like keep going, because like uh, Freddy's like third movie was pretty successful. So that made them kind of reinvest and then it started going downhill again. Dream Warriors is one of my favorite in that entire franchise. Yeah, it rules. I mean, it might be like Dream Warriors, the first one, and then New Nightmare, and then Freddy versus Jason, just because I have so much fun watching it. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I agree part... with your takes on that, although I don't think New Nightmare really works for me, but I, I appreciate the effort. Oh, New Nightmare was like meta before meta was really going, although I think it was Wes Craven's next movie that so w- without new nightmare do we have scream <laughs> it's kind of like a test i feel mm, i mean really. part, part part three rebounds pretty significantly from two um making i mean two gets a little a bad short of one uh, like go back yeah, and i think re-watch. two is actually really good go back yeah no no no, no, no I, I was talking about two. friday the 13th not oh, not uh not okay. nightmare Island. oh i heard <laughs> friday the 13th three is like the one of the really bad ones no no, no, I'm just talking about in terms of box office performance. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, in terms of box office performance, uh, until you get to Freddy versus Jason, um, like, I, and then you have to deal with inflation calculations. Um, like, three was the second mo- was the second most successful of the franchise uh, for a long time. Uh, it went one, three, four, five, two, six, seven, eight. Uh, seven, <laughs> nine, eight, <laughs> nine, eight, ten. <laughs> Jason X did did quite badly. Um, but I yeah. mean, the only reason I saw it in theaters was I saw pre-screened for free. <laughs> so I thought they so you didn't even spend money on the ticket. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked that like those last two were even released in theaters. I mean, well, Jason J- X. I I mean, I they were trying something there, but it was Jason X. They were trying Jason X like. I, it's weird because Jason X, like they significantly increased the budget and did not yeah. make that money back. Like Jason X is the only one of these films that, um, by by accounting norms, uh, would be would be uh, considered a, a flop. Um, every other one was successful um, in terms of how much much uh, gross to budget ratios. Um, I am not surprised by that, but yes. you know, it it was. It was what, like the late 90s, early aughts, early aughts yeah. of that one. I mean, I'm surprised uh, they didn't keep going with the reboot franchise because that actually did make money. Um, so, But, oh, but it was know. so bad. If you'd like to see how bad it was, I live sexted it on what? on our on our Sexted it? Yeah. <laughs> you live sexed it? <laughs> sexted it. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, X E X T E D. Um, the Friday the 13th remake or the Freddy remake? I'm so confused. The, the, the Friday the, the 13th. 13th. I'm like, I, I like yeah. that. I thought, oh, I don't know. I can't remember, but it's been a while. But I remember it being like dumb, obviously, like all of these movies, but like more intense. And he was like actually like chasing them as opposed well, to it, just all right. It is more intense because it's nowhere. essentially the first three movies just jammed together into one movie. So Good it idea. Cuts out a whole There's lot movies of the filler, that are absolutely but it filled makes with filler. everybody forgettable yeah. yeah not that oh, anybody fine. in these are really memorable. yeah 
I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was solid. I'd, I'd have to watch it again, though. I, I, yeah, like, I mean, well, we, now, we debated whether or not we, or we do this as a needless remake or a sequelizer. But I mean, it's so awkward because I do feel like you kind of need to watch parts one through three of the originals before you watch the remake. So, all right. You know. So next October that we get to do a Friday the 13th, we'll, we'll do five years from now, like part three. Oh, well, yeah, we'll do part three and the remake perfect <laughs> yeah probably. cool i'll make sure to coo-, coo you before then okay cool yeah <laughs> um all right apparently friday the 13th part two was initially intended to be an anthology film just like taking place uh, uh around like friday the 13th superstitions which could have been an interesting way to go that's also an interesting that, idea also the way that john carpenter initially wanted to go with the halloween series Mm-hmm. Like he didn't want to make it like Laurie Strode, Hattonfield, Michael Myers. He he wanted, yeah. you know, he wanted season. And of the that's Witch. why we have the masterpiece that is Halloween three. Yeah, oh, I love oh. season of the witch. <laughs> it's so fucking weird, and I fucking love it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, everyone tries to keep on the. Uh, there will be blood thing you said earlier, but I will not stay silent on Halloween Tree Season of the Witch. That's oh, my yeah. heritage, no, I mean, man. Honestly, there will be blood is not as bad. Like I shouldn't say I, I hate. I do think it's pretentious and overrated. I should. I, I made it sound like I hated it more than I do. I do okay. think the first reel in particular is extremely pretentious and it kind of soured me for the whole thing, especially seeing it in theaters on a film projection which had the cigarette burns and knowing what those mean and noticing that that's when the first line of dialogue happened it's like oh my god really this is what you're doing so um i didn't know any of that stuff i guess i'm just a pleb yeah um (laughs) that movie i mean i can i mean it's intense and like yeah i could totally see how it it, might be a little bit pretentious a little bit sure it's it's pretentious like you've got daniel day lewis walking around not talking to any cast members in method acting so i'm sure it was you know you'd be an excuse for being an asshole um but i mean you know basically it's a movie that's i think it's like two and a half hours and it should be an hour 45 it has two great central performances but i just feel like there's a lot of bloat there um so yeah, I could make you could probably okay. I haven't seen in that one since it came out either, but yeah. you could make you could maybe swing me towards giving it that. But there, it yeah. ha, it does have some monumentally good stuff in it. Like, oh yeah, no, I mean that's the like, thing. It's truly Lewis and, and Paul Dano are fucking great in it. I like, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. admit, I'll definitely say that. So, but that's not the movie we watched. <laughs> no, it's that is so not good. the movie. We watched. But there will be blood in this too. <laughs> Yeah, not as much as the sen- as the, the censors caught some of it, but some. I mean, it's so it's so funny to think of what got cut uh, in terms of gore because we already talked a little bit about the the nudity stuff. But like, like yeah, I'm fairly certain that all the gore that got cut would be totally fine by modern standards. Oh, a hundred percent. This is so <laughs> oh, yeah. tame. It's comical. Yeah. It's like a kids movie at this yeah. stage. You I see mean, this on they, Disney Plus? They cut like. <laughs> Actually, you could see something this violent on Disney Plus. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Uh, especially like i'm gonna watch it although it's gonna be stupid but i'm gonna watch werewolf by night in color in color god i just wish that they'd made that as a theatrical release feature length instead of the weird better than some of the marvel movies i've seen in the theaters Hmm. i mean i think it is i like honestly like i think it's like werewolf by night is easily the best disney plus thing that they did i Mm -hmm. think largely because of its length um, because everything else just ends up feeling padded for episode counts. Um, and it's short and gets to its point quickly and gets out. But Loki season two available today. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
two months after the murders at Camp Crystal Lake, sole survivor Alice Hardy is recovering from her traumatic experience in her apartment when Alice opens the refrigerator to get her cat some food. Oh, by the way, she wasn't even given a script for this. She was just told to improvise. And it was like her improvisation for a few minutes. And it's like, oh, then this is going to happen. Like she was one of the last things to film for this movie. Um, well, I, I I love the fact that she he takes off her clothes, puts on a robe just to walk across a hallway into the shower, um, because why not just, you know, just walk to across like walk across naked your home alone. But like, yeah. you know, obviously <laughs> the actress isn't going to do she, that. But. She's a never nude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We 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 only see her from the shoulders up, so we don't know that she's wearing a cutoff. <laughs> she very well could be. She probably was, considering uh, how they filmed those scenes like that. But yeah. Um, when Alice opens her ref- the refrigerator to get her cat some food, she finds the severed head severed head of Pamela Voorhees and is murdered with an ice pick to her temple by an unknown intruder. Five years later. Uh, By the way, Paul... the unknown intruder is a link and you can click it and it will take you to Jason Voorhees uh, just as a spoiler. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, seriously, that that is that is kind of hilarious and dumb and I love it. <laughs> uh, five years later. <laughs> five years later, uh, Paul Holt opens a school for camp counselors on the shore of Crystal Lake. The camp is attended uh, by Sandra, her boyfriend Jeff, Scott, Terry, Ted, Vicky, or Terry, Mark, Vicky, Ted, and Paul's assistant Ginny, as well as many other trainees. Who are never camp. seen again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the many other them. trainees are just like never seen again. Yep, they, they, they go off into town and they're never seen again. I mean, it's, it's interesting because Ted's among them. Uh, Ted is is has the rare distinction of being a camp counselor in the Friday the 13th films who never interacts with Jason in any way whatsoever. And that's how he lives. <laughs> yep. Best way to live. Yeah. <laughs> Around the campfire that night, Paul tells the counselors the legend of Jason Voorhees, a boy who drowned at Camp Crystal Lake in 1957 sending his vengeful mother on two killing sprees in 1958 and 1979, uh, when she was eventually killed by Alice Hardy in self-defense. According to the legend, Jason survived and is now living in the woods near Crystal Lake. Enraged at his mother's death, he will kill anyone he comes across. As Paul finishes the story, a man with a spear scares everyone, but it's revealed to be Ted wearing a mask. Oh, that scamp. (laughs) Paul reassures everyone that Jason is dead and that Camp Crystal Lake is now condemned and off limits. Uh, That night, Crazy Ralph wanders. Hey, second person who was held over from the uh, first movie. Yeah, just so you can have a body count. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Sure uh, you you left your door open, and also <laughs> you're doomed. <laughs> uh, that night, Crazy Ralph wanders onto the property to warn the group, but is garroted from behind a tree by an unseen killer. Oh, followed... did the summary also not mention the bit where he very slowly cycles away, and we see all of it? <laughs> 
<laughs> the whole thing it's great like it said, goes, you, you shot it all yep you gotta use it <laughs> he's still going i think he's gonna be all right bye and then he's dead <laughs> the next time you see him they don't even show him being killed do they do they no you you no, see just, him like you see him you know, and he, he's oh you see him got right, barbed right. wire pulled across his neck oh, and you yeah, don't yeah, see the assailant yeah. after he was like spying on two people who are fucking in a screen doorway as you right. do as you do but of course Ralph. they don't even notice crazy that that they don't even notice that the unseen assailant is you know on the side of the tree that's pointing towards the door because you oh, can yeah. still see like the door in frame well i mean that was that was one of the choked. things that's really interesting i like it happens less than the second one but it, it's definitely a feature in both films in which it's like they use handheld cam to kind of imply that a shot is like a point of view. And then it's just like, it's clearly not a point of view. It's just like like a camera that no one's paying attention to that like is just using a weird framing like device. Like usually like handheld is implying like this is the killer's point of view, but like there are clearly shots in which they, they like walk straight up to the camera and look at it. And it's like, they would clearly see if someone's there. So it's just like, that's just where the camera is. Um, and mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's an odd choice. It's because this camp is secretly used to film porn. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, like the coffee shop after hours and, and the library after hours. Uh, Da, 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 garroted unseen killer the following day jeff and sandra sneak off to camp crystal lake and find a dark dog carcass before getting caught by deputy winslow and returning to the camp um it's supposed to be a fake out because there's uh, muffin, muffin yeah as a uh shih tzu that brenda owns yeah somewhat unclear but yeah brenda seems to be the most attached to the dog so or Terry. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Or is it Vicky? No, it was Not Terry. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> they didn't. No, I mean, I also love how, like, you know, I mean, this is, is something that just happens is like how dated various names have become. It's just like you never have like like a teenager named Brenda. It's like, yeah, I don't buy that for a second. <laughs> but oh yeah. No, oh, and Sandra is the 16 year old that uh got cut mm -hmm. um later winslow spots a man wearing a burlap sack mask running across the road uh he reminds me a whole lot of um the the villain guy from the town that dreaded sundown which is like a 76 slasher flick like just different colors of gingham mm -hmm. plaid yes gang, uh, gang, uh i think it is gingham i don't know but who cares i mean who yeah cares? the distinction between gingham and plaid is always one that's just like we really need to make this distinction <laughs> uh, I think you might be wearing gingham right now actually i think i am i think technically this is gingham yeah yeah winslow chases him into the woods and finds a shack the man kills Winslow with a hammer claw. Uh, back at camp, Paul offers the others one last night on the town before the training begins. Six stay behind, including Jeff and Sandra, who are forced to stay as punishment for sneaking off. Oh, period. 
at the yeah. bottom. <laughs> yeah, Inter interesting way of phrasing that because yeah, it should it should mention the other ones who stay behind as well, such as uh, what is it? It's uh, the other ones are Mark and uh, I guess Vicky. All the all the named ones, Terry. Yeah, isn't it just five who stay behind? Yeah, whatever. No, it's six because there are. There's the two couples and the and the one who who wears crop tops and no bra all the time. So. Yes, but there's the guy that follows her out there as well. Oh yeah, you're so, right, it's Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Scott. Yep. Fucking Scott. Yeah, Fucking you're a dick, Scott. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Scott. <laughs> um. Anyway. But up, uh, at the bar, Ginny muses that if Jason were still alive and had witnessed his mother's death, it may have left him with no distinction between life and death or right and wrong. Paul dismisses the idea, proclaiming that Jason is nothing but an urban legend. Meanwhile, See, I mean, this is this is what this was like. And I they have like a nugget of an idea of like exploring psychology with this franchise. And they're like, eh, no. Too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. And it's also very much like somebody screaming nod, nod, wink, wink in your face. Yeah. I mean, how rushed can a movie be as well when it's literally coming out the next year? <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Um, hey. It went into production in August. It was filmed in September. <laughs> right. <laughs> after after the first one came out in May. Yeah. Yeah, someone, nice. someone found a script when they wiped themselves after taking shit. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I, I i feel like that's giving like toilet paper a bad rap yeah it kind of is isn't it i feel really bad for toilet paper now i mean it feels like it was you know written over a long weekend to get the kids in seats you know like the phantom menace oh god <laughs> the script uh, is just a dick drawn on a piece of paper with with just like money ejaculating out of it yes <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile the assailant appears at the camp and kills the counselors one by one um i mean we've got we've got one throat slit um no because brenda or i don't know why i keep on saying brenda terry uh She's a throat slit as well, isn't she? Also, can I just like bring up Terry is killed off Terry is allegedly killed off screen. So okay. we don't actually see how she dies. All right. That's yeah, that she's killed in the cutscene, right? No, 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 uh Sandra and Oh, she might have been because they they did cut the like forty get... seconds of gore. So like yeah. With oh the, yeah, it's it's during the sex scene with they get impaled by a spear. No, no, that's not that's not her death. Her her death, like so. Okay. Oh, oh, Terry's the, crop tops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Cop, then, crop like, top. Who goes skinny dipping for no apparent reason? Like yeah. yeah. Oh and yes, then, yes. And then Scott's the guy who gets his throat slit while hanging upside down. And then Terry dies, but I don't think we actually. I think you're right. We don't actually see her death. Yeah, we, we see like, her dead body, but we don't see her death. Yeah. Like, uh, then Sandra and Mark. Well, Mark, Mark gets killed. Mark's the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, gets... Mark's the guy in the wheelchair. So Sandra and Jeff, uh, get impaled with the yeah. apparently real spear that Ted was using earlier to threaten the campers or yeah, threaten the other people. Yep. 
it's yeah it's, i mean I, I i love how they yeah i mean i love how they set up like the mask and the spear and like you know as much as like jason wants to hide his face for whatever reason he doesn't put on that mask like yeah it seems like like you, you set that up so that he could put it on and then instead he wears a pillowcase like the whole <laughs> fucking movie so yeah i don't stupid. know if i i kind of i i, I kind of like it but the movie there's nothing else working for me in the movie but I there's kinda, a lot well i mean honestly jason is like i kind of like oh my god he he, he he looks about it he's about as competent as like a dalek or the ed 209 trying to climb stairs when we actually fucking see him. <laughs> like yeah he's, yeah, he's not great <laughs> he's like um, one of those people he, in he the like bubbles all over the place that's like really like how are how do you kill everyone else when you are so pathetic when we actually see you in these fight scenes <laughs> so He's like one of those people in the ads for like, I don't know how to cut vegetables. Here's a made for TV product. Trying try to hold, yeah, holding the strainer or the pot of hot pasta in two yeah. different hands. Yep. Like, oh, I don't know how to no. do these. <laughs> yeah. I fall over. There's got to be a better way. <laughs> yeah, the source license spear. Um, I, I did want to mention... Oh, it does go through the kills here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, because I, I wanted to mention Vicky specifically at one point, but I'll wait until we get to almost her death. Um Scott so, has yeah. his throat slit with machete while caught in a rope trap, and Terry is killed off screen upon finding Scott's dead body. Mark has machete slammed into his face and he falls down a flight of stairs as he dies. The Maybe killer then moves upstairs. <laughs> huh? Makes me think of like that Mac and Me clip that Paul Rudd always shows. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Oh, that was really Whoa! good. <laughs> <laughs> and I have seen every one of those clips. <laughs> where he's I mean, it. well, have, have you seen the most recent one? Have you seen the most recent one on the podcast? On the podcast, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking amazing. It's pretty special. <laughs> <All right. laughs> one of the great showbiz, yeah, things of all time. <laughs> Um, and he falls down a flight of stairs as he dies the killer then moves upstairs oh yeah so Mark is wheelchair guy that was pretty brutal and honestly I'm sort of impressed on how they pulled off that gag I'm guessing it fucked up like towards the end and that's why we get like that's why white out really awkward yeah oh I mean it's it's a dummy in a wheelchair honestly I kind of I kind of like the white out a bit like yeah it, it's it, an effect it's that can hoke, work, yeah. but like it works. It's hokey, yeah. For it doesn't it. work for me because it's I, like I don't know. I, I yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I, I, I do, do like Mark's death. Worse I think Mark's death is done pretty well. I agree. Um, I think but... it was one of the more memorable ones for me yeah, in this one. Yeah. Well, and just like the falling down the stairs, like I yeah, I'm impressed on how they pulled that off. I mean, it's a weighted dummy in a fucking wheelchair. It's really nothing that special, but and it's it's honestly it's like. I, I'm going to hell for how much I laughed at that internally. <laughs> I, I like Mark is one of the few people. Like Mark and Vicky, I think are the victims that I feel the most bad for. I know. Well, but, yeah, because but, they didn't even just... have the sex that's supposed to be what yeah. gets them killed. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, but honestly... she just got she got uh, put on her special. I'm gonna get killed in these panties. Like, come oh on. my god, yeah. can I just mention? Like, I wanted to mention. <laughs> you're trying to get laid. You switch from black panties to brown. <laughs> well, she's she switched from black panties to like satin silk ones. So like you know, but well, whatever. Oh, they look exactly off, they, the same. They match but... her. Well, no, they 
match they're definitely a different material yeah they match her bra so first yeah. off she's matching her bra but second like you know what if they end up doing it in the butt and she gets like some santorum coming out <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh, gotta, gotta hide that hey i mean I, I was impressed that it looked like uh what is it jeff and and sandra like, like oh my god a, a position other than missionary like in an 80s film wow <laughs> they knew those existed oh we yeah. also didn't mention how oddly progressive uh the first one is at times mm. i don't smoke smoking causes cancer and um uh, somebody who was being like a preachy vegetarian nice like like and they try of, and like, make the cast conscious. more diverse in this yeah. one you know wheelchair guy black guy who's well apparently the they wanted to apparently Ned, <laughs> they're like we're not in, ready in for the, that yet you can't have a speaking like, like i think i read something that in the first one uh the ned character was supposed to be like in a wheelchair and be like uh, someone who had polio but then yeah they, like nix that so you know they had ideas for doing stuff with someone in a wheelchair for the first one that got pushed into the sequel so mm. which again is just them throwing back to uh toby hooper Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Although that wheelchair guy is way more of a dick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's one of the things that's, I, that I'm always so confused for... about. Out the yeah, the Friday the Thirteenth Victims is like, I, I feel like on some level, like so many of these films, it's just like, like, oh, it's the popular jock kids. Let's watch them get murdered horribly, and it's yeah. just like, like these characters, like. I, they're not they're not that they're bad. not that bad they're not yeah. great but they're not bad either like oh yeah and and like oh man it, like i forgot i almost forgot about that exchange too where you have uh what's her name is it is it terry the one who yeah. the, who and she's like basically looks at wheelchair guy and goes so does your dick work <laughs> and oh, like no, that's and, not terry yeah and but yeah and that's uh sandra sandra and he was like yeah he's sandra. basically like yeah to my dick totally works and she's like cool you want to smash yeah no that's vicky vicky okay. wants to smash mark yeah yeah they're, that's the thing is all their names get interchangeable and kind of like you i don't know Dad, it's vicky, very scott well, yeah. that was sort of my problem with like the remake is like I don't remember any of their names. There's like two jocks, one's more of a dick. There's three pretty girls, a token black guy, and an Asian stoner. I don't remember any of the people's names of these two movies. You're saying yeah. them now, and I'm forgetting them as you say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I no, remember. I'm, that don't worry, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> it's like it's like there's a Terry, right? Yeah. Okay, uh, that must be her. <laughs> Absolutely no, it's not. Who? Yeah. I can't remember a single character except for Mrs. Voorhees, Jason, and Ralph. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all I've got. <laughs> yep. And the rest, they won't. They're just like putty falling out of my brain. Yep, pretty much. Generic white kid number three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think I think you can distinguish between their genders, and that's about it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> not Kevin Bacon number two. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Then the killer moves upstairs and impales Jeff and Sandra with a spear as they have sex. Then stabs oh. Vicky to death with a kitchen knife. Um, <laughs> Ted stays behind at the bar while Ginny and Paul return to find the place in disarray. In the dark, the killer ambushes Paul and continues to chase Ginny throughout the camp and into the woods, where she comes across the shack. After barricading herself inside, she finds an altar with Pamela Voorhees' severed head on it. Um, 
that was a real head there's supposed to be like a wink and smile at the end that think fuck they fucking cut yeah um, thank god they cut that uh severed head on it surrounded by a pile of bodies realizing that jason Voorhees is the killer Ginny puts on pamela's sweater and tries to psychologically convince jason that she is his mother the see, Bruce. I like this idea. I feel like it could be executed better, but I like the Way idea. I kind of like, I yeah. kind of like the visual, like yeah. effect of of her, the superimposing. Like it's it's of a higher quality than most of. Yeah, I just feel like movie. they should have like set it up a little bit more in yeah. terms of like like how she like because there's nothing really to lead her to, to like. Well, that's this whole character it. though, yeah. because yeah. like the shit she's saying earlier oh, yeah. on the, in the, the, the bar shit she's saying in the bar, yeah, it's just I mean, insane. It's like yeah. where are you? She's like, yeah, it's like that yeah. Jeff Goldblum and South Park meme or whatever. You know, it's just like <laughs> jumping from one thing to another out of nowhere. It's yeah. like, and that must mean this. It's like, ah, right, right, and, and that's, that's yeah, the thing. She's a second year psych major. Yeah, a greater exploration of of the of how you would think that this would work i think like you know show show her show her like psych like psychoanalyzing like paul or someone else at some point yeah. in the film that leads her to think that this is a solution that works for people like you know yeah. because like I, we've had her like speculating that this is how jason operates but we also need to see her like putting those ideas into practice in a way that like she would think this is a good idea. So, but like, whatever. I mean, like this film is just so not interested in doing uh, any sort of complex character work. So No, because that, that make that thinking hurts, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They vomit all the exposition out in a couple chunks throughout the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's I not love, as well, bad. If you as, don't care, then I don't care. I mean, there are a lot, there are movies that have done it worse. I mean, at least the exposition is there and then it's not fucking, uh, I mean, night of the living dead is always why I'd like to point to is like the worst exposition ever because there's a, there, because there's a nude, there's a news broadcast throughout the film that plays multiple times, repeating the same information over and over <laughs> and over and over again. But Dan, just, like TVs were just still so exciting and new. <laughs> look it's in color now yeah not that, that movie in color yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever the roof it is if you watch ted turner's version of it which is oh, one of the most hideous things anyone can ever look at it's like oh. in the 80s he tried to colorize oh, a bunch of movies like... and it's it, i had it on vhs and it was it's it scarred me but i think i'd probably think it was cool in an ironic way now Anyway, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I, I do need to watch the like colorized I Love Lucy episodes because I feel like that, like, they've got to be kind of a horror show, but like at the same time, it's like, I, but really, they were well, going the for physical comedy. Yeah, they were going for like physical comedy. It wasn't like they were like, like going for like this, like, you know, really crisp cinematography that's ruined by color. So, like, you know. But it's, isn't it's like fine. since that, since the 80s, like, what you would have now is something like, what is that? peter jackson one i mean you'd have the, the recolorization of world war one or whatever where it looks just like it happened yesterday you know yeah like the, nah. the level has increased yeah the level i mean and it's always though i mean the big the big problem was always when you colorize black and white footage is that most of it was shot intentionally as black and white so the contrast is what's supposed to draw your eye whereas if you colorize it at the saturation of color is what catches your eye instead, which isn't necessarily the same thing. So I'm very sorry for this tangent. <laughs> 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 We're so the ruse briefly works 
until Jason sees his mother's head on the altar. Sorry, I I really I had to end that hard. Yep. Yes. Uh on the altar and awakens from the trance. Paul suddenly returns and tries to save Ginny, but Jason incapacitates him. Yeah, how the fuck did Jason not kill Paul already? Like that, and like also when like he's he's like attacking Paul, like Ginny just stands in the side. Like I think she even has a weapon and doesn't do anything to help him. And it's just like it's fucking infuriating. It's like what the fuck is going on? And then he shows up and he's magically fine. Like he's fucking singing Telegram Girl. It's just like fucking fucking kill paul paul should have died forever ago but i'm also curious at what point like if we're saying the end of this movie is is jenny's dream sequence at what point does her dream sequence start because like as far as i know like paul's fate is left ambiguous like in the fucking yes. franchise um uh, so it's like well technically at the beginning of the next one there is a news report saying that there were nine victims whether or not that's counting Alice being a rotting corpse next to Pamela's shrine. Yeah. Um, we don't actually know. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I mean, I, I just thought it was interesting because I do think that there's there's stuff to suggest that the end of this movie is is Jenny's his dream sequence. So, like, at what point does she fall into the dream sequence? Um but, you know, again, it's like the film's not interested in answering that, so. All right. Jason is incapacitated by Paul. Just as Jason is about to kill Paul with a pickaxe, Ginny picks up a machete and slams it down into Jason's shoulder, seemingly killing him. Paul and Ginny return to the cabin and hear someone outside. Thinking that Jason has followed them, they open the door only to find Terry's dog, Muffet. Just as they sigh in relief, an unmasked Jason bursts through the window from behind and grabs Ginny. She then awakens to be loaded into an ambulance and calls out for Paul, who is nowhere to be seen, leaving his fate ambiguous. Back in the shack, Pamela's head remains on the altar, but Jason is nowhere to be found. And Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Or I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, I hate that fucking soundtrack. I love it. Oh, it's yeah. great. It's so corny. It's, it's... Awesome. I'm sorry. That's one of the better parts of this movie for me. I love the chi 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 uh uh us. It's so yeah. it, no, like, I like that way more it's than so the, dumb, like, it's fun. Uh, I like that way I don't more think than it, like, it, the psycho ripoff. If you did that, oh yeah, it's total fucking Oh yeah, a lot of the sound cues feel like I, I, yeah, feel like public domain versions of the Psycho soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. Do you guys? It's not. I know it's not the one we're talking about, but you know the the theme for the third movie has a disco track that was like played in gay clubs prominently in the eighties. I did bad. not. It's a fucking That's bomb. hilarious. And yeah. now I guess I have to watch the third one. Um, have fun with that. Yeah, you can't make not... me. The doors have opened now to me watching all of these terrible movies, and I will do it. I mean, I've been I mean, planning, I, I, I've been I do feel like these, these are movies that if they were on the background at like a Halloween party, like you could stick your head of like, oh, the murder sequence is coming up. I'll watch that and then like go back to leave doing immediately. Other shit. Yeah, because I mean, like, that's really what the selling point of this is like the same reason why like i would watch like shitty movies as a kid of it's just like i, I just want to see that one scene that's cool yes the rest of this movie sucks ass but like like you know i i'm here just for that one scene that's cool and like that's the selling point of this is just like like it has those like 
few sequences, those few gags that work, but otherwise the movie is a massive bore. So but the prominence oh, yeah. of the I mean, like it's crazy, like how successful this thing is. Like, and it yeah. has every single multimedia spin-off possible, like six novel adaptations. Yeah. Fucking Comic video series, games, multiple comics, video games, you know, which is impressive. The yeah. TV series, Friday the 13th, the TV series, from which Canada, has nothing to nothing do, to with, do the with the film series, but is That's official. Probably a good thing because <laughs> yeah. I guess they have TM on the name, do they? They have the name, mm-hmm. um, they do indeed, and they fight, they fight over it for cash ejaculate. Like the, oh, and there must uh, be tables. There earlier. must be a fucking. <laughs> They're still fighting Friday over this thing. Tabletop game of some sort. Oh, I'm sure. There's oh, I know for be. a fact there is. I, I've seen it before. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would hope that it's that you kind of play in teams of like most players play as the survivors, and one person gets to play as Jason because playing as Jason sounds actually kind of awesome. But speaking of all that, right? It's bullshit as well. The video game is delisted now. You can't play it. Or you can't yeah. buy it. You know, if you own it, you can still play it, but that's, and I presume. I don't think just... it had a single player. I, I think that it was. It had, it had a game. very, it had a very lame um, single player challenge mode. Oh, yeah. No. That okay. was added in later. Like, Yeah, I've, I've always, like, you know, when Among Us took off, I mean, I always kind of wanted a, a, like, survival horror video game where the objective yeah. isn't so much to survive, but to throw your other friends under the bus. So, like... yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Yeah, there are, use them as there, obstacles it, to get there away. Whole, there's a whole bunch of them. The Friday the Thirteenth one is really you're kind of there for the aesthetic. I think it's solid, yeah. but it's like I think there's there's more adventurous, asymmetrical horror games out there. But like, yeah. uh, you know, I'm just not a fan of like that very specific genre of game. Like, I, I wish that I could get into like the Evil Dead asymmetric game way more. But well, that's just... gone now too. Yeah. That's also being delisted, and yeah. that came out way more recently. Yeah, so I don't know what the hell happened there. Nobody Where likes asymmetric there? games for the most part. I mean, they're pretty well. They seem to well keep also, failing. you have yeah. to keep on paying for the servers no matter how many people are playing, and it's probably usually cheaper to just I'm gonna right. delist the that's game a huge and part. shut down. And the you're not just paying for that, you're paying for the license as well. Mm. Yeah, so yep. that's that's yeah, the, you constantly have to re up with the license, yeah. Kind of like how there there was that random movie that took place on the moon that was on Disney Plus for seven weeks and then got disappeared. Oh well. Anyway, we should probably talk about these 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 movies. I don't know what else is there to say that we already didn't say about them. I'm trying to think if there were any like fun facts for the second one. I mean, other than you know, cutting sixteen year old boobs. I was gonna say, yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want 16 year old boobs, you can watch uh, American Beauty. Yay, because her parents signed off on that because her parents aren't creeps. Wait, yes, they are. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Thora Birch's dad is like determined to destroy her career. So, uh, it's kind of sad. Fairly certain he has. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anybody got anything on either of the movies still? Uh, Not really. I want a supercut of the wheelchair kid going down the stairs. Yeah. Just eternal repeat. Of well, I mean, and I, th- I think I just kind of mm-hmm. want supercuts of these films in general, like yes. to condense them down to like a 10 minute short film, I think would be way more enjoyable than watching the whole fucking 90 minute film. Completely um, agree, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so. Also, there are other better stairs deaths like The Exorcist. 
That's, mm, stairs, that's right? a good one. I still haven't I mean, there seen are that. other better stairs non deaths like uh, John Wick 4. Still haven't seen that. Yeah. We're still three behind and we don't have the time. Mm. Yeah. And you know it rhymes. Uh, so are we are we at verdict time? Because, you know. Yeah, I'd say we're probably at verdict time. Let's hear it then. Oh, go, go for first. it. You just spoke. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah, no Pork. Pork spoke okay. first. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll be quick. There's not much to say. Um, I I would s- unfortunately screw it to both of these movies. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I never really understand the... Uh, like, I'm kind of glad that it kept going because there is some juice to be pulled out of, like, Jason, the mask, the character that it becomes... So, like, I guess there's some interest in a franchisey way, but, like, as movies, they're boring. There's so many other, like, similar movies that are better than them at what this does. Um, like, and, yeah, they've got a few good moments, but, like, I, I just I can't. Unless you're, like, if you're a, a diehard movie fan anyway, you're just going to see all this shit. So I don't need to recommend it to you. For a normal person or just judging these as movies, they're not good. Screw them both. <laughs> uh i i'll go next because i basically my sentiment basically echoes that entirely i it's screw it to both i there are moments that i like but overall they're like really fucking boring movies i don't care about any of the characters like it's just i there's just not enough there for me and it's like you know again yeah i can see where the the franchise might come from but like God, there's so many horror series that I like more than this. Like, pretty much all the ones I've seen so far. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, I appreciate what these brought to the table in terms of, you know, continuing to make horror a bigger genre. Thank you for that. But it, it, unless you're a completionist, don't don't bother. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'm I'm this I'm gonna say pretty much the same thing. I'm kind of baffled that these were able to sort of roll into a franchise because they're boring. Like yeah. they're really boring. How? <laughs> like how did this become a thing? Like like is it is it just like every everything like there was so nothing else that existed but it's like there were other like the like, shining comes out the same year as friday as the first friday the 13th like mm-hmm. psycho yeah. had been a thing for 11 years no it's like like these are there are other also, horror the, films that are that old like the movie that's this is made because of halloween just dwarfs it like oh it's, yeah it's, not, it's like a f- actually good not even I mean, it's on just the like these these are so like in comparison. I, it, they're they're derivative like there's there's so like I, I guess there's something to say with like the mystery killer angle but they don't even do it that well um and and it's just like like so much of this is like there are other movies even at the time that do this better mm-hmm. like so i i don't I don't get why this franchise was so was such a big deal when these movies are so boring. I do think that kind of the the like like the the campaign against it probably helped its marketing a lot because there were there were like like parents groups and shit that like were really upset about the existence of these films, which I think just you know made teenagers want to see them. Yes, a hundred percent. Like like they're not good. Like mm-hmm. so so I mean like yeah it's it's a screw it to both and I'm very confused as to like why this franchise became a thing. 
Me too, man. Me too. Well, you know, honestly, I think audiences are like, dumb. We, we ex- well, yeah, but we expect them from this period to have better taste than this, you know. <laughs> like, and but uh, then if you go out and actually look back, you're like, oh wow, they were watching all sorts of trash just like we do, and this is that, you know, this is part of that fine tradition of. I mean, garbage, like Car- garbage Carries that are... somehow made a shit yeah. ton of money. No, Carries are lost episode, and like that was a thing of just sort of like I understood why that worked for the time, and I don't feel like it works particularly well now. But even for the time, I don't think this works. And Carries also a film Carrie's that came a out four also, years compared to this. this. Yeah. yeah, and I, Get, I like. I, I, I like it's that. like there was good horror that existed at the time. Yeah. Like, it's not like the horror genre was like in such its infancy. It's not like when you listen no. to like super early rap and you're just like, that's laughable that they think that that was like cool, but it just like, it had nothing else. No one had heard it before, but like people had seen shit like this before and they were still yeah. like, yeah, let's see a sequel to this and another sequel to this and another sequel to this. And it's like, <laughs> why? <laughs> I mean, were they churning them out yearly? Like I haven't actually yeah. looked to see. Yeah, it was yeah, yearly. Yeah. So it like was yearly for a while. I don't think it, they hit it every time, but uh, that was that was. The yeah, play. I think the first four. Uh, there might be a two-year gap between like two of the first six, but like, yeah, through nineteen, I think from like nineteen eighty through nineteen eighty-nine, I think they put out seven. So too much. Yeah, <laughs> why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah i mean like looking um, over some of the other films of the year yeah like you said the shining is in there but even some of these b movies like um even the, uh you know maniac that got remade i'm like that's probably a oh, more hard so much better we're slasher. totally gonna do that as a like needless remake mother's day <laughs> that's kind of a banger if i recall correctly new year's evil we want oh, that God. is terrible yeah yeah that was real bad we're, we're, okay here for bad. that episode <laughs> new, no, new year's no. evil was better than this though so. yeah i <laughs> i enjoyed that more because it was stupider um <laughs> so uh going so the uh they released movies in 1980 81 82 nothing in 83 84 85 and 86 yeah and that's and just 80, what I'm, and 80, 89 yeah so from 1980 to 1989, they only had two gap years. Fucking I mean, why? Well, <laughs> they were probably fighting with Elm Street as well, right? Who were probably doing similar speed. Not as fast, it looked like. 84, 85, 87, 88, 89. So, like, they were cranking them out. So it's like everyone's just trying to crank out as much bullshit as they can, basically. <laughs> and why not? Yeah. No, it's a license to print money. It costs them nothing to make, and they're just like, yeah. Let's and they make, another yeah. One I mean, that's together. That's generally generally what horror films do. Yeah, they they yeah. just you know you make a horror film for five million, and it'll make about twenty, and you made a small profit. Like that's yeah. that's pretty. That's kind of been the blue mouse model for decades now. So you know, yeah, works. As long as you can keep your budget under ten, you should be able to make a bud. You should be able to make a profit. So. Every once in a while, they go crazy and go to 12, and then they're like, oop, that was a mistake. But, you know, just keep it, keep your budget under 10. And with their marketing arm, they know how to make, turn that into profit, guaranteed profit. So, all right. This might come as a surprise to you guys. I, I too am saying a screw it. Um, wow. I, I don't I know. I wanted you to, I wanted to hear a staunch defense. I wanted to hear 
hear yeah oh, i wanted to hear a defensive no, I, like yeah <laughs> i, I want to say see it partially because of what all of you guys are already saying in many ways but like the positives of it like this this helped to build up horror for a long time this helped to give birth to like the horror franchise like and make it seem profitable like this this gave me so much to watch as a child not only from this but like what it so helped much to trash. create like yeah and i've <laughs> watched a trash. lot of trash <laughs> but no i can't in good conscience give it a see it because you don't need to if you see either of them, uh, you know what? No, I'll say see it to the first one, screw it to the second one. Um, yeah, I think like, I think fair. the first one has some better kills and better gags. I like how subversive it, subversive it is in many ways, especially like I just wish that it helped to seed the mystery of it. Oh, fun fact. It's supposed to be more based instead of being based off of Halloween. It's supposed to be more based off of Agatha Christie's and then there were none. Oh, which is like a murder mystery that. I, that like yeah you know, I, I want them to remake off that. with 10 and nine people die yeah. i've always i've always wanted them to do more well technically all 10 of them well no, they, all 10, 10 of them do die all well one of them fakes their own death and then dies of cancer or whatever no he shoots himself at the end but like yeah i mean in ultimately i don't know i always thought that the problem with and then there were none is the fact that like the mystery is revealed in the epilogue instead of the finale mm. um but uh, but otherwise, I generally like that story. Uh, it's always problematic because, you know, basically it started out as as, you know, having a having a very racist phrase, then that it was altered, that it became another now also viewed as racist phrase. And now it's just called and then there were none. <laughs> um, but uh, but uh, I, I had no idea. I, yep. I, I wasn't even trying to get into that. It was just something that I read that. That yeah. was one of the influences on the script. So it's, yeah, you out here promoting racist propaganda on our podcast. I, it, I like, I like. I mean, honestly, one of the things no. that I like about it is that Agatha Christie <laughs> novels too heavily rely on Hercule Poirot and Miss Marple, who get very Mary Sue very quickly. So you know, it's nice to have a novel, something that's written by her that doesn't feature those characters. But um, you know, whatever. But yes, it's a see it for horror history for the first one and a screw it for the second. Um, Dan, where can people find your webcomic? With fetus.com. I'd love to say I did think the second one was better than the first, but I think I'm in the minority on that. Yep, you definitely are. Yeah. I mean, we'll both screw it, but yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going to be so I'm so less generous to it because of having to watch them together. I think I would have a better opinion of both of them if I didn't have to watch them within like a day. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Pork, where can people find what you're watching? On Critiker.com, and my name is Mario Lurk on there. I gave both of these movies a bad review. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Emily, where else can people find us? TJ and I have another podcast. It's called New England Beer Reviews. I swear to God, we're going to get better doing it more often, but uh, maybe if, uh, you know, you give us money both here and there, then we'll do it more often yeah we released a new episode yesterday um Yay. yeah uh this has been cedar screw it i've been tj alongside pork emily and dan you can find us on x and facebook 
Um, you can check out what I'm watching at letterbox.com backslash and at backslash S I O S I the initials of our show. Speaking of the initials of our show, that's also where you can give us money at patreon.com backslash S I O S I. Um, <laughs> or ma 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 kill yeah. kill 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 ma 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 yeah i'll get them jason don't worry <laughs> yeah. all right bye bye, bye.